You're listening to How the F Do I Podcast with Marta and Ben. Okay, that was good. That, that was, was great. Awesome. Yeah, that was really good. I like that. That was awesome. We are getting into it. What's up, Marta? We are back. What's up? How are you? I'm uh, not having a great day, Ben, but I'm, my day just got so much better because I'm with you and two people that I adore so much. Hopefully, so that is yeah. Hopefully, back. this will turn it around a little bit. Yeah, we've been busy. We've been busy. Like, what's been going on? I mean, I- I've been good. I'm I'm coming off a sabbatical, which has been awesome and really life changing. And I'm working again, and you know, getting back into the groove of work. And yeah, for everyone life. that's yeah, for everyone that's listening, Marta decided to take a little bit of a fun employment, and has been fully well. I don't want I don't may, hopefully enjoying yourself. Hopefully oh, taking yeah. full advantage. Oh yeah, uh, which <laughs> for is sure. Been, which is well deserved, in my opinion. By the way, well deserved. Thank you. Um, so I'm glad it's going really well. I, on the other hand, have been in just total busy hell. Like it has been insane for me. Um, so yeah, you're I'm, working really hard. It's it's been wild. Um, but uh, so I'm looking forward to the end of the year, and just kind of I need to relax a little bit. Um, I think I think we all do. And you know what, Ben? I feel like I'm really proud of us for continuing to keep this podcast. And I appreciate all the listeners who continue to listen, even though there's like a month-long gap between episodes for us. Dude, it's so funny though. Like I, I kind of like the cadence because a lot of people, like I've been having tons of conversations and and honestly, like this season and the guests that we've had so far have been so fantastic that like, you know, I feel like the episodes that we're delivering and the time that we're giving them is like, we're, we're in a good cadence, in my opinion. Like, of course, everyone is is like, you got to be putting out a podcast every week. But I don't know. I like to think of ours as a little different. And I feel like we're really bringing some value. And um, yeah, it's been it's been really great to, to keep this up. And, you know, with that said, I feel like we're just with this episode, it's just going to continue. Like, yeah, we, it's, like, it's quality, not quantity, baby. And I, yeah. I am personally very excited about this episode because uh, the two guests that we have two guests, which is not normal. Two people. This, we're we're this taking might this be to a the podcast next level. First, these two lovely people are people I have known for a long time. And honestly, this episode was inspired just by watching them operate uh over the summer <laughs> and and so um do we just get into it ben oh we have to get right into it because i okay. i've been waiting for this because I, first of all i'm just so confused uh <laughs> <laughs> like i and as soon as marta brought this opportunity up i was like we have to do this this is like so uh, Marta, I, I think you should bring this in, but like, this is going to be such a valuable episode for, you know, where a lot of people are at today. Um, and I just think it's just going to be so valuable for, for a lot of people to take away and hopefully help, you know, live their best lives, you know? Yeah. So Marta, right, like go bring it lead in. into it. Yeah. All bring right, it I'm in. A, I'm really enough of us talking. We need to get Yeah. Sorry. I, yeah. Yeah. We, it's we, all right, Ben. You, you did Ben. You're doing great. You're doing great, man. Okay. Good. good okay. Job. Thank you. Thank you. I need that encouragement. Uh, <laughs> the love language is praise, everybody. The love language is praise. Um, so our guests today are Shanna and Dylan, who are two incredible people who have recently uh, gotten divorced and are really co-parenting in one of the most positive ways I've ever seen. And I think 
a lot of people I know, and I think other people know are going through divorce. Not all marriages work out. Um, but I, I'm just blown away with how Shanna and Dylan really co-parent together, you know, being kind of, you know, in a separate world and separate lives. And so we wanted to have them on to talk about how the F do I co-parent after I've gotten divorced. So welcome Shanna and Dylan. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming on. So, okay. I was, I, I Googled divorce facts and (laughs) (laughs) it says that there's one divorce approximately every 36 seconds. Mm. Whoa. Wow. I just like that baffled me. Like, obviously everyone knows like the divorce rate in the United States is like 50%, but you know, a lot of the stories that, you know, we hear are, are because of infidelity or disagreements or, you know, who knows family values. And, you know, it's, it's really great to have you guys on this because, you know, it's rare to have um, two people go through that type of experience and still be able to have a positive relationship. And we're, we're really looking forward to just finding out from you guys, like how can people take what you guys have and what you guys have established in your relationship after marriage and apply that to their own lives. And so I just, I found that to be shocking, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that hard. That might be uh, why the the court system takes so long if they're getting uh, every 36 seconds a new divorce filed. (laughs) There you go. There you go. That answers that for sure. Um, So I guess we just wanted to start first. I mean, the the podcast is all about getting to the meat and, and really like kind of what are the tips and, and tricks to, to, for people to apply it to their lives. But I guess just to start, if you guys can tell us a little bit just about yourselves and how you guys met um, and where it all kind of started, I think that'd be a great starting point just so people can get to know who you guys are. You go first, Shan. <laughs> all right. Mute <laughs> yourselves. Uh, <laughs> so um, Dylan and I met, well, first of all, I'm Shanna. I moved down to San Diego in well, Carlsbad in 07, um, to start a teaching credential program. And I had, um, only one friend that was living in the San Diego area at the time. Um, so I contacted him to see if we could get together so I could, you know, make some friends in town. And, um, so we arranged a time to meet up and he said, Hey, I have a friend. Do you mind if he joins us? And this is while we were already out. And I said, sure. And like two seconds later, my car door opened. I had this little Honda Civic hatchback at the time and the door swings open and and Dylan's right there. (laughs) He's like, oh, oh, you meant join us right now at this moment. Um, Yeah. So, um, so he came and hung out with us that night and, um, you know, the rest was history. We hit it off, <laughs> um, but I didn't know it was a blind date. So Dylan could probably pick up with that. <clears throat> yeah, I um, I've been complaining for about a year that there's no uh, quality females in San Diego, and so uh, when my coworker Chan's friend uh, said, "Hey, there's this girl. She just moved down from LA into San Diego." Um, I think you two had really hit it off. So he brings up, she was uh, an actress at the time, brings up one of her headshots. And I go, dude, what the hell's wrong with you, man? She's gorgeous. Why don't you, why don't you try to date her? 
And he goes, she's way too happy for me. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we, uh, hit it off and what was it, you know, almost 14 years of dating or being together, <laughs> yeah, 11 not, years of marriage. Yeah. 11 and a half years of marriage. Yeah. And then, okay. So take us to, you had this, this lovely long relationship Share with us kind of, you know, the mutual decision, how you were like, okay, you know what? This has been a great 14 years. I think it's been a good run. <laughs> Let's part ways. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first this time or do you? Sure, I'll go first. Um, yeah, the mutual decision. I mean, it, it took some time. I, I, you know, we started out with uh, marriage counseling in mid-2020 and tried to work through that. And uh I think we probably get the Oscar for the best actors because um, our last session, the, the marriage counselor was like, you two are phenomenal. You two are you know, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it was just one of those things where I think denial played a big part of it and uh, thinking that we were both in love and one of us kind of just said it first and, um, you know, you have no idea how the other person's going to react. And fortunately, it was a, a great reaction. Um, well, yeah, and it, it was truly mutual because I hadn't written <laughs> that at the same time. So that conversation, we both came to the same conversation knowing that that was it. Um, but I think also, I feel like being with somebody should inspire you to be the the best version of yourself. And, uh, at the beginning we had a lot of the same goals and a lot of the same, um, things that we wanted out of life. And I think as the years went on, um, we kind of diverged in our vision of the future and the disconnect and trying so hard to, um, to make that work, even when it's not, you know, just to compromise to the point where you're almost a watered down version of yourself trying to just hold everything together. I think you bring up like a really good point too, of just like anyone that's like thinking about taking this leap into marriage and long-term, like you should always be having those conversations, you know, like ahead of time of like thinking, not just now, like the, it's great now, but like, where do you see yourself? Like having that open communication feels like it's really important to think about before you kind of go, go down that route would, would you agree absolutely um communication is so key and um it's something that uh in any marriage you just constantly have to keep working on and speaking of communication one of the things that i really i mean well i found out with a facebook post and tony and i both read it together and we were like this is the most like beautifully written like <laughs> you know nonpartisan side update the way that you shared it. And so I would love if, if y'all can kind of talk about how you share the news with your family and friends. Yeah. I think one of the big concerns for us is we, we did have so many years together and, and we're close to each other's families and we have so many mutual friends that one, we kind of wanted people outside of our, our immediate circle to kind of find out around the same time. Um, and also um, we wanted to make it clear that we were still friendly and um, that they didn't have to choose a side or, yeah. <laughs> or anything like that, that we were kind of a united front with this and that we wanted people to just um, support us. Yeah. 
And I, I think, and I think people have like, it's, you know, like it's totally like when I saw both of you in San Diego, I was telling some of my friends like, Oh, I saw Shanna and Dylan. And people were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we coexist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's incredible, which again is why we wanted to have you you both on the show. Awesome. Um, Ben, I look like it looked like you were gonna ask a question. So no, I, go for like, it. No, 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 no. We're, you we're, go. You oh, go. Okay, okay, I'll go. You I'll go. go. So okay, this is the hard so, thing about me and Ben being far apart, is like I can't see his verbal. Yeah, we can't really well, react. Can. Yeah, we're always like <laughs> staring at each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with that said, like, thank you for sharing all of that um, with us. But, you know, like what we really want to talk about with you guys is like, what is it like to co-parent after you've been through, you know, this type of experience with one another? So um, I would love to kind of just jump in and like, how how did you guys like, what was the first step that you guys took once like it was announced and it was out there and every, you know, it was finalized, like, can you guys talk about how you established your values, how you guys decided that you were going to co-parent and, and kind of that process? Yeah. Well, I think the, the good thing is um, our values have always been in, in, in alignment with one another. Uh, you know, I'll admit Shin took the kind of the lead role as the parent being a teacher. And um, I had to step up to the plate as a parent. Uh, I worked a lot before and was engaged in uh, a lot of, DIY housework and um, kind of felt a little guilty when I was doing that in that phase of my life. And so when the divorce happened or the, the separation happened, I knew I had to step up and uh, be a better person, be a better dad. And uh, just looking back at how Shan was a great mother the past previous eight years, I don't know, I had a great foundation to move forward. Well, I agree with all that, um, but you you definitely have stepped up so much. It was, it was amazing. So after we separated, he really, um, Dylan took charge of like making spreadsheets and helping us figure everything out right away and making it clear, um, you know, when we would have time with Capri and how we could figure out the finances and, and just really, communicating right away about how we both were envisioning ourselves moving forward. And it's hard right away because it's, it's new and it's raw, but I admired that he could be really practical also, even through all of that and make some of those um, spreadsheets and, and decisions for us early on. Um, so where I had maybe been more of the involved parent before, he had definitely been more of the, the runner of the, the finances and the household and things like that. So if he stepped up as a parent, I also had to step up as, um, you know, the, the new um, runner of my household as well. Yeah. You know, I, I remember um, very early on, like within a week of us kind of separating and the, the, what I will call the talk came up, which I was pretty nervous about, which was the finances and how we were going to split all our assets. And, you know, we've been married after 10 years and there's alimony out there and child support. And, um, you know, it's just like, where is this going to go? You know, you have no idea. This could just, this could go really bad. And I, I, still remember where we were standing it was in the kitchen and you're like 
when I asked you about those questions, you just said, I trust you. I still trust you. And um, <clears throat> yeah, that's when I knew it was going to be all right. Yeah. I love that. Do you, oh, I'm sorry, Shannon. I didn't mean to oh, cut you no. off. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I was just going to ask, do you feel like that's kind of part of it is calling it quits while you still trust someone? Like, do you think that's kind of one of the reasons why Huge. it's worked out? Absolutely. Yes. And, and actually when we were in the phase pre split, we had kind of mentioned that a few times that if, if it was going to go south, we would rather split before it ever became um, bitter between us or getting to the point where we we just didn't like each other at all anymore. Um, So that was a, that's a really good point. I do think that we separated at a time where there was still a lot of trust and respect there. I think that's big. The, The other thing I wanted to ask that I've heard you say, Shanna, is like, you're still a team, even if you're not romantically involved. And I've heard you kind of be like, we're captains of our team. So tell, tell us a little more about like that team mentality and that value and how that maybe shows up for each of you. Uh, I feel like it almost is, is more so now, to be honest, because I, I know that we, there's more to organize now that we have separate households and different schedules and things like that. But beyond that, um, I think we're both just calmer and happier um, <laughs> and more that uh, <laughs> we communicate more easily. So um, I, I do I think that even though it's, it's hard and it can, um, you know, it's emotional that there can be a path forward that, um, you know, is best for your kid. And that's what we really emphasized from the beginning is that our priority is Capri. Um, and we both felt that way. And so any of our own, um, you know, whatever it was, we had to set aside and just do what was best for her. And I think we both have her best interests at heart. And, and so it was, it was easy to go forward doing that. Yeah. It feels like it just, it feels like, you know, it's important to kind of take yourself out of the situation and like, look at it in a holistic way of like your family, right? (laughs) Like what, what is really important and how do we kind of like, you know, give her the best, you know, the best path of, of raising her in the right way. Um, you know, and I think you guys brought up so many great points, like calling it at the time and having that communication early. I, I I like want to emphasize that because I feel like a lot of people these days, whether it's marriage or even just boyfriend and girlfriend, like people will just run until they can't do it anymore. And, um, you know, I'm really glad that you guys kind of said that because I think that's an important point to emphasize because, you know, that, that could always just like save, you know, because it's not like you guys don't care about each other anymore. And any, anyone that gets divorced, it's like, there's there's never not going to be like, I literally don't care about you anymore unless it's, you know, I guess there's rare instances, but, um, I'm, I'm glad you guys, you guys said that. And, and also bringing up the point of prioritizing your family first and taking yourself away and then, and then going from there is, is a really good point to bring up. So I guess like, with that said, like what, what would be some tips for you guys that you guys would give for people that are are going through this process 
of, you know, like spreadsheets, like Dylan, you obviously took the initiative and just started building spreadsheets and figuring <laughs> out like all these, you know, figure out these plans, you know, but like yeah. if someone is someone like is, is in this situation, like what, like, how did you, how did you even come up with that process of like, okay, we need to start laying all this down. Like what, what would be your tips of, yeah. um, <clears throat> well, I have a pretty analytical brain, I guess you would say. And it's basically, I just went through every account statement and uh, just started listing everything out and trying to, I mean, for, I'd say 90% of it, it was all 50, 50. And when it came to splitting, uh, you know, splitting up these assets, I basically, my approach to it was these are just numbers on a screen and um, they just have less meaning and hold on one second. My daughter just lost a tooth. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> are you okay? Okay. Um, do you need, do you need anything? Okay. Dylan's in dad mode, everyone. He's in dad (laughs) mode. Oh, that's exciting. Tooth fairy visit. Yeah. She handled it really well. She's just like, here's my tooth. Oh, and now she's she's in showing Shanna. This is like truly the model of what we're talking about right now. Yeah. This is is crazy. (laughs) And if you, if y'all need to like take a step, this is a big deal. Losing teeth. You, is everything Uh, okay? What are we on, Shan? Like number nine? Yeah, she's she's had a lot of missing teeth and she has braces now. So um, yeah, yeah we'll, uh, she'll be okay. Have you done the door yet? The slamming of the door with the tooth? No. Dude, okay. people right. don't do that anymore, man. That no? is a messed oh. up. No, I feel like that's that going to, I have to do that. Like, no, I gotta... it's out. No, no, dude, you're born a different generation. Um, but I guess getting back into it, I mean, I think, I think the asset splitting is, is really smart. And I mean, really like, is that a move as a tip to kind of like avoid the lawyers? Cause something that I've heard you both say is like the lawyer can only represent you individually, not you as a couple. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a couple, there's a couple of, you can do mediation first and you both go to the same mediator and then they try to split your assets. And then if uh, that doesn't work, then you can go to the lawyer route. Fortunately, we both, I think just, I, I don't know the, uh, the assets, there just wasn't a lot of emotion for me attached to it. I just, I just wanted us all to be happy. So it was just like, whatever it takes to, to move forward with this uh, situation, you know? I yeah. feel like you bring up a really great, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shane. Oh, I just, I, I think you bring up a great point. Cause like a lot of people, I feel like when they go through divorce, it's like very like, you know, they're so stressed out and like, don't know what the future holds. And it's like, to think about it, it's like, if you do the right thing and set your family up in the right way, you're going to have less stress and less like, yeah. you know, heat on you. So I, I I think that's a really good point of like bringing up of, you know, even though it might be tense, if you're thinking about your family first, it's going to bring you less stress. Absolutely. Shanna, and I what think, were you saying? Oh, oh sorry. Ahead. This is the problem. Oh, this no, is the problem I, with virtual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I agreed with all of that. Um, and it, it did, make everything so much easier and so much smoother when we were filing documents and doing all of that to have us already be on the same page with everything. And there's no surprises and there's no um, arguments over any of that because we had already kind of discussed everything ahead of time. And like you said, Ben, I think you made a really good point too, that it ends up being much less stress on you later. You know, if you think, oh, well, if I get a lawyer, I can end up making this much more or something. It's that kind of mindset that that ends up costing people a lot 
more money in court fees, just trying to get a little bit of extra when you could just, you know, skip all that (laughs) and move on. (laughs) I appreciate you uh, bringing that up because I, yeah, I just, I thought about that when Dylan was bringing it up. It's like, yeah, it's just less stress on yourself if you're just like upfront and honest. And like, you know, the other thing that we were talking about Shauna is, um, is over communication, you know, and just being honest about everything, like what you have and and how to properly, you know, break it up. And then, you know, f- having the lawyers like figure out that and just leaving it off, off of your plate and, you know, over communication again is like, it feels like it's, this is like the theme of this episode. What you guys are, what you guys are. All about <laughs> There's that. a lot of communication. <laughs> I mean, we still, I don't know, text probably once a day, at least something about Capri. And uh, I, I think probably, I don't know, I'm just jumping into something here, but probably the thing that's the most special to me is just like tonight we had dinner with Capri, just the three of us. And, uh, you know, it's, I think it's just so cool that she still gets to see her parents be civil and I don't know, enjoy each other's company. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's so important. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause, um, you know, one of the questions Marta and I wanted to ask you guys is how, how do you, how do you bring a sense of normalcy for Capri? Like how, how, you know, because, you know, she obviously, I'm assuming she's understands the situation, but oh, like, she understands she's, she's okay. a smart character <laughs> for sure. For sure. But yeah, like, how, like, how are you guys? able to kind of bring that normalcy to her and and you know obviously you guys have family dinner still which is i think is phenomenal but is there any anything else that you guys kind of you know overthink about overdo to kind of bring that normalcy to her um well i think what has been really nice is that not just that she sees us being civil to each other but one of the fears that i think a lot of people have um and one of the reasons people stay in marriages where they're unhappy is because they're worried about how that's going to affect their kids and rightfully so because you hear all these horror stories and um i think if anything it has been really rewarding to see and maybe all kids are resilient. Maybe it's just ours, <laughs> but I think all kids really are to a certain extent. And um, I think she is relieved in a way because we're happier. There's not that tension and there's not that that negativity that was there before. Now, when we hang out, it's a, it's a happy time. We can enjoy the time together as a family um, and things that we've, we've done with we haven't had too many holidays because we're just coming up on a year um but the holidays that we have had we either try to do something all together um or with like an extended group of friends or family or we'll we'll kind of break it up and i know with this upcoming thanksgiving uh, i'm gonna have capri with me and my family for the first part of the week and then uh, she's going to go up with Dylan for the second part of the week and just try to to keep things as, you know, as, as equal as possible. Will you guys talk about your vacation this summer where, where I witnessed this <laughs> firsthand? Cause I think that was what was so, I don't know, like, I guess mind blowing, you know, not because I think you both are lovely and I don't think you'd be, you know, terrible to each other, but more just like the way you had it, it was so smart the way you had planned it. And there was also this like really great feeling of reciprocity where you guys kind of like while you were vacationing separately, but in the same location, you also like did coverage for each other so that everyone could go do stuff. So we, we would talk about that because I think it's just super <laughs> abnormal. 
I was actually really looking forward to that vacation. So we always go to San Diego right around the last uh, week of June, first week of July, something we've done for what almost the last five or six years, right, Shan? And, uh, you know, when the separation happened in December, January, I, I was worried. I'm like, I still want to do our San Diego trip, you know? And uh, again, it came down to communication. How are we going to approach this? And uh, uh, we made it work. We have a, a great group of friends. Uh, there's five daughters. There's five dads. There's five moms. We all get along really well. And so we went on this. Um, well, it. The San Diego trip is slowly built. So now out of the five, four of the families were there on that trip. And uh, it just, it, it actually worked out really well. I don't know if you want to add details to that, Shannon. Um, well, so usually when we go, we stay at my aunt's house in Cardiff. She has um, a great house by the beach. Um, so uh, all the friends that were going, they had a, a campsite. So it worked out well that. Um, Dylan was able to go get a spot at the campsite and set up his, um, his home base there. And I was at my aunt's house and then, um, Capri could kind of be shuttled back and forth, um, between the, the different spots where we were. That's amazing. I love that. It's kind of funny. It's like, like, I know we're getting a divorce, but I'm really excited about this vacation. We have to do this. We still have to vacation together. We still have to vacation. Oh man. And I'm, I'm sorry, Levi, speaking of parents, we're all parents here. Well, Ben, you're an honorary yeah. <laughs> uncle. Um, you can have one piece of candy, one piece of Halloween candy. This is, this is, this is the garden that's happening. Editing. I was going to say, I don't know if you talked about this because I was half listening and trying to be like, yes, you can have one piece of small Halloween candy from your bag and now leave me alone. Um, but did, and I don't know if you're talking about this, but Shanna's boyfriend was in town. Did you guys talk about this already? No. No. Okay. The other, the other thing, it was like, Shanna's boyfriend was in town and like, and Dylan was like, oh yeah, great guy. So like, I mean, talk about that. Like navigating when someone gets in a new relationship, like how did you kind of introduce that concept as like the three of you, you know, kind of living in this separate, but coordinated life, I guess. Well, so in that specific instance, um, on that trip, um, my boyfriend, Ryan came down a little bit after the rest of the group had gotten there. So there was a little bit of time at the beginning of the trip where, um, Dylan was, was hanging out a little bit more. And then, and then when Ryan came to town, it was, you know, a little bit more separate and, Dylan was actually the, I mean, he started dating early on too. Um, and so it, it is awkward at first, of course, to, to talk to each other about, you know, other people and seeing other people and, and all that. But, um, I mean, again, with the, the communication and the honesty, um, and, and just being really upfront with each other, I think really helped. Uh, I don't know, Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I remember when we first started talking about, hey, we're, you know, going to start dating other people. And we both had kind of the same reaction with Capri, you know, obviously, you're going to, we're going to start dating. And eventually, this individual is going to meet our daughter. And so I think we originally were like, um, thinking it would be best if one of us met the other person first before they met Capri. And then as time went on, we're like, oh, we don't need to do that. Like, I, I trust Shan has a good, you know, 
picking out a great guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say it that way, but um, yeah, again, it was just communicating kind of expectations and, uh, and having trust there. And you all, like when you do dinners, like significant others sometimes come to these dinners when it's your family dinner, right? There was one time I talked to you and like everybody was there, right? <laughs> um, yeah, there, there was one, actually the, the first time Ryan met my family, Dylan actually stayed <laughs> for dinner that night. Uh, Dylan's like, hey Dylan, guys, I, I'm sticking around for dinner. Dylan's like, part of the I'm family. Good, I'm here. Like that sorry. has been a little bit of an issue. I need to let go of being part of the family. So um, I, I'm working on not like go entirely, but you know, Ryan's got to you know got to play his part. So I'm working on Aww, that. Dylan, you're so yeah. dude. You're the yeah, best. You're, you're, you're the dude, man. I I, I love <laughs> you, dude. But but at the same time. I'm staying for the meet. I, I, I'm sorry. I got to <laughs> stay. Like, <laughs> then I'll leave. Absolutely. Oh like, yeah. Well, what other, are there other little tactical, like piece of advice you would give? Like, how do you both coordinate like Capri's week? Like, is there like, do you have a regimen of how you coordinate things? Any, any other tactical tips you would give to people who are going through this journey? Um, well, we, um, luckily I, I have a friend, a coworker that, um, has been divorced and she told me all about the different schedules that you can have. And, um, so I heard, uh, about the, and I think Dylan probably heard about it too, the, the two, two, five, five, or anyway, I always have Capri on Monday and Tuesday and Dylan always has her Wednesday and Thursday. And then we alternate the, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So having a weekend with her. So sometimes, sometimes it's two days on. Um, and then sometimes you get the full five, um, cause of the weekend, which has worked out, I think really well, we both live pretty close to each other. Um, and so if one of us, um, needs the other one to step in for something, we've been well, really yeah. good about reciprocating and, and mm -hmm. doing what we can to, to help out. So it's, we have the schedule, but it's not set in stone. Like, well, that's your day and good luck. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I would add to this, uh, Shan's a teacher. So she has summers off. And, uh, when I, uh, talk about when we had the talk and in, in the kitchen, uh, I, I brought that up. I said, look, you're a teacher. And obviously I can't watch Capri all summer long. And, you know, that's got me a little stressed out. And what are your thoughts there? And she goes, of course I'm going to watch her. She's my daughter, you know, it's, and, um, so then I try to plan more vacations during the summer to try to pick up as much as, you know, time with her as I can. It's not 50, 50 by any means, but it's close. And, uh, again, it's just trying to find, I wouldn't even call it compromise. It's, it's more than that. It's just trying to make it work and, and make everybody be happy. I like that. <laughs> We're still coordinating the, the team and, and, Capri's our player and <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. I, I mean, I almost feel like, you know, you, you're never going to have it like totally figured out, you know, like it's, I I'm assuming it's always going to be an evolving conversation and how, you know, I'm sure the team will change in some sort of way. And yeah. like, you know, so I, I'm, a, you know, as long as you guys have said like over communication, um, it's probably going to be an easy thing to adjust going forward yeah just keep talking about it has there been what? any like challenging uh questions that capri has brought up 
to you guys um, that have, you know, is, I don't know, it's kind of throwing you off. Like, I, I'm not sure how to put this to her. Or... Uh, right out of the gate, she asked me if um, I love mommy. And uh, I said, absolutely. And so she looked confused. And I just said, it's, you know, there's a difference between loving somebody and being in love with somebody. And uh, she's like, I think I get it. <laughs> that's a great way to answer it though that's that's like spectacularly put dylan that's a really great way to frame it especially for a kid yeah i agree what surprised me is that she never really asked and i don't know if she ever asked you but you expect kids to like want their parents to get back together or like when are are you guys ever gonna get married again or be back together again and she never really asked that it seemed like she was pretty happy with the way things worked out um the only other like kind of awkward thing that she asked me um was to ryan if like are you guys gonna get married and obviously that's something that would you know we would talk about way in the future um but to a kid they're like well now there's this person is you know is this person going to be in my life. So, um, you know, she's already got it figured out. (laughs) She's a, she's a smart kid. Um, what is one piece of advice that you wish someone had given you, you know, uh, before you had entered into this, this kind of new phase of, of life? Do you mind if I jump in? Go for it. I was thinking that, um, it would have been nice to know that even when a situation is as positive as ours has been, and you know that it's the right decision, um, divorce is still hard. It's still a roller coaster of emotion. Um, like one day you can feel completely calm and casual around the other person. And then another day you might be ugly crying over an innocent text because it reminds <laughs> you of, you know, something from the past. And, um, I guess just that the grieving process isn't linear um, would be yeah. something I should mean. <clears throat> no, that's a really good point. And, um, and, and it's weird. I didn't realize how much I was going to miss. I, I mean, I knew, I, I guess I would have known, but um, just the family unit, you know, that's, that's, it's, that's probably the hardest thing is just missing the family unit, the three of us. But um, I'm glad the time, times that we do have are good times. So I don't know if that's a bit of advice, but whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. And, and I think that you've, you both are doing a great job of creating a new normalcy of a family unit and that family units can look totally different. They don't have to look the right. way, you know? Dylan, I think your advice is actually really good because, you know, it's like, just because you guys are going through such a difficult situation in your relationship, like, you guys had a great marriage relationship. You had a great marriage at one time. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's always like thinking like, just because it's bad now, doesn't mean it was always bad and it doesn't always need to be bad. So I'm actually, I think it's really great advice to just kind of like remind yourself in a way of like, no, there was some good times and like, you know, you guys have respect for one another and you know, that could be carried on to the, into the next chapter. So. Absolutely. I love it. I, I, we're going to go into speed round, which is like just a quick kind of way we can wrap it up. But 
I can't thank you both enough for being so open and vulnerable and transparent because it's not easy to talk about. And yet here you both are. Um, and I just, I just think it's just really inspiring. And I don't, you know, I don't think a lot of people would be open about this. So thank you for being open about it. And I think it's really going to help a lot of people. So thank you. Thank you for having us on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys are awesome and completely unique. Like I, (laughs) I, you know, it's, it's, this is really valuable information. Like I think this is going to bring a lot of light to a lot of people that have to deal with this. And, and, you know, you two are a perfect example of, of how people can kind of carry their into their next chapters after this. So I'm super excited about this episode. I really appreciate you guys and your insight and um, being a part of this. So yeah, before you get to it, yeah, before you get too excited, maybe we should do like a five-year check-in and see if we're still talking to you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll do a, we'll do a five-year follow-up. We'll do a, That's actually that you're interesting because be, I'm sure the di- dynamics would be totally different. So we will do a five year checkup for sure. Um, and before we go any further, Ben, is there a dog that underneath you? That you yes, can, is that what that sounds? Yes, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching uh, my coworker's dog. This is Billy. Oh, Billy! Billy just... can now officially be on the How the F Do I podcast. Go for it. There you go. Oh, Billy, did you want to say something? Microphone. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, is that a baby? And then I was like, yeah. Wait, no one has babies here. <laughs> no baby, no babies over here, but this is this is my little girl. Okay, sorry. I just had to, you know, I had to, you know, hit the, the tough subject I've been wondering this whole podcast. Is is there a dog underneath? <laughs> There's a dog. There is a dog. She is here. She's being very loud. Um You're a good but, girl. You're a yeah. good girl. So, so, um, so okay. should we get into the quick speed round? Yes, quick, quick speed round. So um maybe you both can answer the question. So we can, since we have two of you, that works. Sound good? Okay. Okay. The first question, what is one thing you appreciate about the other person? Um, I think mostly just Dylan's uh, flexibility and um, just openness with everything. I would say Shan's uh, sense of humor and, and her ability to keep it light, even though it was, you know, a tough time so we yeah the sense of humor love it what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received um oh that one's kind of hard maybe uh to let go of the small things and um to not hold in frustrations or resentments because um they they only grow over time so to to let those out the best advice i've ever received i don't know the next piece of advice i get i guess oh that's pretty good okay. you just blew ben's mind wow i love that answer that's great ben's mind is blown that was a good one that's very unique though we've never heard that before wow, that, that was, was good right off the cuff right there i love it man i love right it. off the old noggin <laughs> um what are your favorite ages so far in life uh, our own ages or child ages? <laughs> oh no, like your own. Whatever your age. Own what's what's the best <laughs> age? Your, not not Capri's life. Your own life. What are your favorite ages? Um, right now, probably because I I'm an optimist and I I always keep feeling like every year is going to get better. And um, even though this has been a hard year in a lot of ways, I also feel like I've grown and and we've all grown in our own ways this year. So I would have to tag tag along on that as well. This year, this age has been great. And 
yeah, I, I guess I don't really look at the past too much and think, oh, that was a better time in my, I mean, yes, there were better times in my life, but make this time the best time of your life. Yeah, I agree with that. I love it. Common answer we get. <laughs> Except but for I, one I, person I, who said when they were seven or eight years old. Yeah, yeah. We had one <laughs> guest that was like seven. I was like, All right. Okay. Love that. Um, um, okay. Take us um, home, Ben. To finish it off, uh, we'd like to ask every single guest to fill in the blank for us. So each of you can fill in the blank here. Happiness is. Uh, I would say happiness is loving yourself, loving others, and um, striving to be better, having a purpose. Nice. For me, happiness is uh, having my family sitting around the dining room table playing games. I love love that. that. I love love that, that, which you all do regularly, which is so rad and so amazing. Thank you, Shanna and Dylan, for being on and sharing all this great information with us. We so appreciate you. And like, you guys are just amazing. You're amazing people. You you should feel proud of what you've accomplished together and how you've been maneuvering this because it's not easy. No. Thank you so much. We're lucky to have you as a friend and Ben as our new friend. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I want to be part of the family now. We can adopt you. Okay, good. Good. I'm the lone, I'm the lone star over here. So I would love you that. can but stay yeah. for the meat, Ben. You yeah, can, you I'll can stay, stay for the, the meat. meat for sure. For sure. <laughs> it's like, oh no, this isn't a new boyfriend. This is just Ben. <laughs> just let it be. Yeah. Yeah. But no, thank you guys very much. This is a super special episode, like very unique. Um, you know, I know this is, uh, an awkward conversation to kind of always have, I think for a lot of people. So, you know, to see you guys interact and to talk about this, I, I, it's going to be such a beneficial um, thing to share with so many people. So thanks again for your guys' time and, and uh, your insight. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So Marta, what an episode. That was, that was an incredible episode. I mean, like, I don't, it's been one of the most unique episodes we've ever had. I was like, Ben, in the summer, I was like, I have an idea for an episode. <laughs> yep. It blew my mind. Blew my mind. But yeah, and then I when mean, Dylan like, said, we should be on a podcast or something, I was like, hmm, huh. that's so weird. I think I might know somebody who has a podcast. Um, but <laughs> takeaways, I mean, for me, like right off the top of my head, over communication, like throughout the entire process from literally the moment that you feel like it's not right anymore all the way through until the present day and then beyond is like kind of my biggest takeaway for anyone that is, you know, in this type of situation or getting through this type of situation. Like that, that's, that to me is just like right out of the top. You talk about it, go talk about it. Totally. I I also, the other big takeaway from a high level, I think is, you know, end it while you still trust someone. Like, I think that is so profound, you know, to really like you still trust someone and that that's what you need to separate the same way that to come together with someone, you have to have trust and then to kind of separate and still co, you know, co-parent, you have to have trust. So I think that's a huge one. And then tactically, I just love the fact that there's traditions that exist. There's, you know, these family dinners, there's game nights, there's vacationing in the same city, but two separate spaces or like the, the two, two, five, five. Is that right? Shanna? Two, two, five, five. Did I say that right? <laughs> two, two, five, five. Like just the, the ways of the little ways about how their intentionality to create that family unit in a different way. I think those are just such smart takeaways for people. I agree. I agree. And just like the, the aspect of a team 
is like, you know, the team, it doesn't have to be the same team, but to have that mentality, I mean, every individual has to adjust within that team and figure out what their place is and how to, but the ultimate like takeaway for me is like to build that team and to, and to evolve, like the team is going to evolve. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, LeBron is on the Lakers now. Think about that. Like, if you just think about like the Bron had to join the Lakers and that was different people from different backgrounds, but they are finding a way and they are a new version of themselves. I mean, if we're getting into sports analogies here, he divorced the Cavaliers and went to Miami. And then he decided that he wanted to get remarried to the Cavaliers. He went back to it. So, I mean, you know, talk about an example right there. LeBron, we we need to get LeBron James on for a follow-up. <laughs> I'll, I'll have my people can you reach it yeah thank you thank yes you. i'll do some research um, no problem but what an episode <laughs> hope um everyone can find some value in this hope hope everyone enjoyed it be sure to to tune into our socials how the fuck do i podcast um we'd love to hear from you and any feedback that you guys have like we're gonna do a follow-up episode in five years and see what happens uh with, <laughs> with shanna and dylan um, yes, and but, tell uh, us any episodes you want, other topics that you're thinking about that are on your mind that you want to know how to do, that you want to hear from other experts. Let us let us know what you want to figure out how the fuck to do next. We are yep. we are here. We'll figure it out. We'll get back to you in a month. No doubt, <laughs> Shanna, Dylan, thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, y'all. Guys. <laughs>